Iowa everywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hansel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Hello. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris here on Iowa Everywhere. <clears throat> Jesus, what the hell is wrong with you? Was a wet cough. Two guys named Chris. <laughs> I everywhere. Hey, cut me some freaking slack. It's like a hundred below out there. I got kids running around. Nobody's what, got what, school. What is cut it really slack. there? What What is the weather today? Uh, I want to say today is like twenty below. Matt can look that You're up. You're kidding me. Yeah, it's freaking brutal out there. Amber oh did Oh my god. And look yeah, minus twenty nine. And look where I'm at, folks. I'm right down there, the only part of the country where it is in the seventies. I just got done taking a pup to the park, wearing short sleeves out there. You guys are fucking crazy. Sickos, man. I wouldn't want it any other way. I love this shit. You know what's you know what's funny to me? It's how like guys our age probably not you. I can't see you being like this. You're not you're not cool enough. Like you and Bloom aren't like this. You'd just hire somebody or make your wife go do it. But whenever we have the excuse to get out the snowblower, it's straight like Tim Allen more power. <laughs> Let's fire it up that snow, just blowing the shit out of that snow all over the place. It's a, it's a fantastic feel. When I lived in Connecticut for about five years, I did, I liked it too. I loved my snowblower. Loved it. I'd fire that thing up. I've got pictures of me rolling on that thing. I had a, uh, it was a Husqvarna. It was like nice. I mean, it was top of the line, man. Top of the line. Deers are top of the line. I got the John Deere. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I I went through Consumer Reports. I looked at. Of course you did. Fails got to you, didn't he? Fails is a big Consumer Report I use his account. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Andy Fails at AOL.com. That's so funny that Consumer Report gets brought up and we both go straight to Fails. Anyways. My, so it, my drive it's not still is snowing smooth. though, is it? No, it's finally stopped that crap. It's it's chilling out now. The wind's calming down a little. It's still windy, but it's not like it was. After that game on Saturday night, so they had to push that thing back, right? Because Oklahoma State couldn't get to town. Uh-huh. The roads were horrific. They pulled all like patrol off the roads because the wind was so bad. And it was also like 20 below. So like even if they're putting down salt and stuff, it doesn't really work from what I understand because it was just so cold. Look, I got a little taste of it. I was in Kentucky over the weekend and it got down to, well, it was 55 when we landed on Friday. It was 35 that night and windy. And then it was 15 by the time we left. You poor bastard. It was horrible. It was just, I I don't know what you guys, I say this probably 10 times a year. I don't know what you guys are doing living in that shit. I don't get it. Whether it's the winter or the summer, it's horrible. There's no, like the sweet spot lasts like a month of the year. That's it. 
Either it's just hot as the blazes and humid as F or just horribly. The difference that Iowa has that I noticed when I, and I've said this before, but when I moved out to Connecticut, we would get these huge snowfalls and it was, it would get cold. It would get hot. It would not get nearly as hot and it would not get nearly as cold. And it's the wind that is the real difference in Iowa. And in that area of the country, the wind is what absolutely kills you. Are you done bitching? I, look, I'm not. I'm just sad for you guys because I have Perfectly to hear you guys bitch all the time. I Perfectly really don't content. think you are because I, I've heard nothing but bitching from everybody this these last few days. I hate this bastard. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm good, man. I can look out, see my pool. <clears throat> 69 degrees right now, I'm going to be invading that pool. No, you're not. Oh, yeah. I'm going to swim naked in it. Not going to happen. Might even take a dump in it. We don't allow nakedness old, in that pool. The, the old baby Ruth at the bottom of the pool. One of them bad boys. Hey, your, your governor's <laughs> invading our state today. Yeah, DeSantis, or as my dad calls Caucus. him, DeSantos. The Cox, baby. Caucus? Yep. Caucus day? Caucus tonight. Rock out with yep. your caucus out. <laughs> so last time it was a total disaster when you guys oh, had caucus. God. Just horrible. You guys screwed it all up. This time, no one's even going to show because it's so damn cold. I don't know why we do it. To, we just need to have a primary like everybody else. Like It, it was cool. 40 years ago, but like, I just, Are we caucus together last time, Williams. You yeah. Me? Do you ever, have I ever told you the story of SC Tony when we caucused in, um, names? Yeah. Who the hell is SEC Tony? He's, he's one of my best friends. He's a huge Bama fan. And so we, I call him SEC Tony. It's his alias. <clears throat> okay. It's freshman year. We're caucusing up at Iowa state. And this was the year I want to say. This was the year that Howard Dean did. Yeah, that year. I think you've made that noise at least four times already in this show. Anyways, uh, we're we're in this giant hall up at Iowa State. We're students. We're freshmen there, and there's we had never caucused before, so we're just kind of like wanting to see what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's thousands of students at Iowa State in this caucus and you know you have to like get into a bundle or you got the sound here Matt let's listen to Howard Dean thing not only are we going to New Hampshire Tom Harkin we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico and we're going to California and Texas and New York and we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan and then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> I like that. So we're, we're there and we noticed that nobody's in line for the Reverend Al Sharpton. Nobody is caucusing for him. He's the only candidate without, because you know the caucus, it's like everybody goes up there and they got to give like a pitch for their candidate. And then you, you hope to recruit others that, that is to come so and join you. Stupid. It's it's very stupid, but this is how it works. So I'm like, Tony, you should caucus for Al Sharpton. He's like, what am I gonna say? Well, we we picked it up. So so Tony goes up on the stage again. Thousands of students. You have a microphone. This is unlike any caucus that anybody around here is going to go to, where it's just like your neighbors or whatever. And SEC Tony gets up on the stage and he goes, Al Sharpton, why the hell not? And he drops the mic and he walked off the stage. <laughs> it's a good tagline. Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton used did, it. did not win. <laughs> so, Wink, you caucusing tonight? No. See, I just outed both well, of you assholes. Well, it's the Republican I just caucus. outed both of Every you as being snowflakes. I'm not being, a Republican. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm not a Republican. I'm not. Oh, gee, what, what, man, we, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. Now, they won't. Half the you. people hate you. Half you the people. Be registered. You have to be registered Republican or independent. 
Dukakis. You just ruined all the credibility that you had. Because now people know which side you're on. You can't do that. You were just starting to turn the corner. You were just starting to turn that corner. And what do you do? You follow turn your mic down you'll, one you'll teeny tiny little smidge. Me? You want me to yeah. turn my mic you're down? Just a, just a smidge. Just I have not smidge. touched my mic volume in a year. So this is not a me problem. This is a you guys problem. It's a, your new computer problem, probably. Oh, you think so? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see here. Wait. So that's... Wait. That's, is it going down? Is it going down? Get a, like an M&M mic check? A mic chickity check. A chickity check. Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. Is it, how, is it better uh, now? Yeah, bare naked better. ladies. Yep. See, one, one Hawkeye pride says, yep, not a statty fan anymore. See? See what you Matt's do? You eliminate losing, half the audience. Losing fans left and right. By the On way, Highland note. Ranch. Thank you for noticing. The metal straw has been gone since Christmas because my mom got me some silicone straw implants. It's a silicone straw. Doesn't make any noise. Doesn't clang around anymore. Thank you to my mom. Thanks, mom. All right, now you so, can move on and do whatever the hell you wanted to do next, William. Well, I wanted to thank our sponsor, Fairway Meat and Grocery. And also note that we are in the Channel Seed Studios. The uh, seeds, but actually, I saw a picture where it, it was like 50 below or whatever it was of some farmers still feeding the cows. God bless oh, them. They're God doing, bless those guys. Do, doing the Lord's work out there. Jeez. They still got to eat? These cows don't stop eating because it's cold out. I'll be. We had a wild weekend. We had this Washington coaching search that kind of took center stage on Sunday. We had a literal perfect weekend for men's and women's basketball teams in the state of Iowa, which was cool. That didn't happen. The Immaculate often. Weekend, pointed out by Staddy Van Wink. Yeah, and and I believe all the wrestling teams won as well. So literal perfect weekend in the state of Iowa. Look Crazy. So that's great. And and We've, most teams played twice. Some of them played ranked teams. I mean, you had Iowa women's basketball beating a top 15 team. Iowa State beat the number two team. Iowa State women beat two top 25 teams. Including the number four team that they were at no business beating in odds in the odds makers' eyes. Um, yeah, just a really great weekend. We've got NFL playoff games today. We have two of them, mm -hmm. which will be fun. Get to that. Yes. We'll start with the Matt Campbell Washington connection. That I don't ever even know if this was. Re I, I I don't think this was a thing. Ever. There was a fleeting moment <laughs> where Cyclone Larry was getting ready to tase his own nutsack when Iowa State fans thought, "Oh my God, everyone else is out of this race." If old boy down in Arizona doesn't take this job, it's going to go to Matt Campbell. Luckily for you, didn't happen. I just, I mean, I did a lot of reporting on this for my subscribers this weekend. I don't know. How, I mean, Campbell was in Ames all weekend recruiting. But again, as you, you well know, Zoom you don't call. need to go anywhere no. to lock up a that, job the one thing i don't think most fans realize anymore the days of like formal interviews are yeah. following us. planes yeah because they don't i you don't do i don't that know anymore. the story here but my guess is jed fish locked that thing up on the phone and then flew there Correct. i don't think he flew there and it was still up in the air and none all of these coaches want want to be able to to deny that they were ever in and arrested in any because they don't want it to look like they weren't good enough to get a job. And vice versa, all of the schools want it to look like they got their number one guy. They don't want it to well, he was our fourth choice, but we had to settle for him. Like you're trying to avoid what right. Tennessee had happen with you know, all, all that stuff a few years ago. So it it really is hard to tell and it's like 
there was a report that Campbell quote interviewed, but like, what is an interview? Is a phone conversation an interview? Is I I don't know. I mean, the and the, is that necessarily a bad thing? I I remember a good friend of mine told me long time ago. Take every interview you get. If they're willing to sit down and talk to you, take yeah. it. It's a learning experience. Even if you're not even interested, just do it. It it will help you out down the road. And I, I think that's pretty good advice. Like I, I've taken some interviews. I'll be honest. I don't know that I would have come down to CBS Sports HQ and talked to them had I not gotten that advice. Because I had all kinds of time left on my contract. I was still going to get paid. I was looking for more of a play-by-play route. But I came down, kept an open mind, loved the people I met, loved the opportunity, and then really loved the offer. You rich son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, so I I don't know. I... Again, I was kind of on this story from like Friday afternoon on, and I never felt like Matt Campbell was going to be the head coach at Washington. And but, but you know how Twitter goes, and people start to. And I didn't even give it a thought until all these other coaches started dropping out. Well, all the coaches from Kansas. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I think that Matt probably did talk, like just at the very least talk, but again, like this athletic directors from Iowa. Sure. It's, I don't know. It wasn't a big deal to me, but man, Twitter kind of lost its mind and I, and understandably. So there's a picture of Troy Dannon right there. The athletics director at Washington, formerly at Northern Iowa. He was with the Iowa girls union. I want to say 20 years ago or something. So he's got a long, I think he still has a house in our state too. Troy's a good guy. Uh, It's funny how this, this Washington deal touched both Iowa and Iowa State. Yeah. With with the Campbell rumors at the end and all the, I mean, ridiculous fake hope that Ryan Grubb was somehow going to come back home to Iowa to be the offensive coordinator, which would be the just an all-time terrible decision. That, that was never going to happen. People really the, thought that that was going to happen. Like, honest, like I, I think I, I think most people were just hoping against hope and like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be just incredible if this guy just wanted to be home more than anything else? I, I but I do know that some people thought this was real. Like, th- why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he want to come back to Iowa? Why wouldn't he want to be the, the coach in waiting? Well, this guy. He was making $2 million as the offensive coordinator at Washington, where he was given carte blanche. He was he could do whatever he wanted. He could have this high-flying offense. He went to the national championship game. Now his head coach gets a promotion to Alabama, where worst-case scenario, you will be the offensive coordinator at Alabama making even more money. In a place where the think, cost of living is like half of what it yeah, is in Seattle. And you think this guy is even considering ruining his career by taking the offensive coordinator job under Kirk Ferentz where he doesn't get to do anything? No. It was never going to happen. It was never in the cards. The only way Iowa could have gotten him is if they made him the head coach. Could you imagine Grubb going from that offense at Washington or the whole score as many points as possible to his first meeting with Ferentz and the offense. All right, now we, we want to play to our punter. Okay. Sit him down if with if punting coordinator four, Carl Pepper. If it's third and four, we're just going to hand it to the running back up the middle and we're going to hope, you know, if, if he gets the first down, great. But if not, you know, punting's fine. And not only would that just be miserable for Ryan Grubb, it would also just totally throw his career out the wayside. I mean, you go and you be the offensive coordinator at Iowa, you, you think that you're, you're still going to be on the trajectory that he was or even close to that. All of a sudden, you're untouchable. Now, some Iowa fans would think, well, just, just, 
you know, if you just promise him the job in a couple of years. No. I mean, come on. You think this guy is going to be the offensive coordinator for two years? And then... Well, that's the problem. If you come and be a coach in waiting at Iowa and you're an offensive coach and your offense still sucks. Yes. Then which fans are like, um, why are we really giving it to this guy? guy? Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I was, am surprised that Washington didn't offer him the head coaching job. I'm surprised Troy Dannon didn't do that. Now, I'm wondering how much of that has to do with the fact that he's brand new and he wants to make his big splash, to get his guy in there. I can, at first I was really disappointed and thought it was a really bad idea because you just had your best season in over a generation, 30 plus years. The only way you're going to keep any kind of continuity is by keeping Ryan Grubb, by promoting him. So you're going to keep the style you're going to keep some of your best players. You get rid of him, you're starting all the way over. And they go after Jed Fish, who just had a great year at Arizona. But Van Wink, why don't you go to Jed Fish's Wikipedia page? Pop that up for us. Show us all the stops. That Big he's Wikipedia been on. show here. We love Wikipedia. Oh, we, we, we know Wikipedia. That's Look, our college professors wouldn't let us use it. I don't care. It's two guys named Chris approved. So this guy hasn't been any one place for more than two years. He's a job hopper. All, all the way back to 1997. The The longest stop he had, looks like he was with the Ravens for three years. He was at the PK Young Developmental Research School in Florida as the defensive coordinator. Look, I'm not saying this guy isn't a great coach. I'm not saying this guy isn't going to win some games with Washington. I, I just I don't think he's long for the job. He's a Florida guy, went to school there. As soon as that Florida job opens, he's probably going to be the number one candidate. He's probably going to go. Okay? So that was my first thought. But I'm, I'm willing to admit when I could be wrong, Here's one thing that I'm not sure we think about enough this day and age. You're not just hiring a coach. You are also probably getting a lot of his former players. And Washington had a bit of a rebuild on their hands. I mean, they were losing everybody, all of their key players for the most part. They were losing either to graduation or to the NFL. This is probably the quickest way to get a good team for next season because Fish is probably going to bring in some of his amazing talent that he had at Arizona. This is great for Iowa State because Arizona was one of the few teams mm -hmm. that will be picked ahead of them in next year's Big 12. Yeah. So they, they're done. They're going to go from being picked like third to 14th. Or whatever it is, because they're going to lose so much from this. You deal. would think, right? I mean, you would think that this yeah. guy's going to bring his guys with him, just like they bring their off. They bring their assistant coaches. Now they can bring their players, and so maybe, maybe Troy Dan was thinking about that too. I also think with with Troy, this is a brutal spot for him. Let me explain. He's only been there like three months, and the. The problem now for him is every Washington fan is going to completely judge his tenure on this one hire that he makes three months into the job. There's a perception sometimes when you just hire the coordinator that it's like a lazy hire and that you could have done more. Yes. The, the people I talked to out in Washington over the weekend were telling me that their fan base probably has a higher view of what it is compared to what it actually is. Nationwide, like they view themselves as like a top 10 program, which in this last year they were for sure. They just played for uh, the national championship. Well, you go out there, Williams, and you see what they have out there. Yeah. That's why I said, I hope they, I hope they don't get Matt Campbell on a plane to visit because you get somebody out there and I think that would be tough to turn down because it is incredible. Well, 
I guess my point is with Troy, if if, if that's the that is the case, people are going to judge him off of this one hire, no matter what else he does. This is it, and he tried to make a splash as opposed to, you know, promoting the guy who. So that that too, I I don't know. I just all I know is this: switching coaches in the middle of January is brutal right now like for these programs like I, I feel bad for an Arizona fan because the portal's not open all of your guys can leave for 30 days you can't go get anybody like it it just sucks the way this thing is set up and I'm not saying the players shouldn't get to go their coach just left the guy who recruited them just left like they should have the mm-hmm. power to go and yeah and do these things but it for these fan bases even Washington right now it's like Okay, all your guys can leave, but there's nobody for you to go get because the portal doesn't exist. So it's just this landscape. Now you really see, if you look into this scenario, why a lot of these programs are firing coaches halfway through the year Mm -hmm. to get a head start on all of this so you're ready to go when that portal opens and you can just go shopping, essentially. And Mm -hmm. neither one of these programs are going to be able to do that. I haven't kept track on what DeBoer is doing at Alabama. Um, I do know that the Washington job is a lot more difficult now when you go into the Big Ten. We've seen these realignment options. Where it, just, it takes them a while to, to get going. I think Washington will be fine in the Big Ten. But good for Iowa, too. They play Washington next year. So this game just got a lot more attainable, I feel like, if Iowa wants to knock off the Huskies. But I think I, that game's in I don't know. To- to to the, my last point on the hire, yeah, let's see what Washington happens here. might be better this year because they went with Fish instead of those Arizona Grub. players. I, they need a quarterback. They might get one from Arizona. I, Troy makes a good saying. point. Troy's watching us on Facebook. Why didn't Dan and offer to pour an extension before the college football playoff? Who knows, Troy? That he maybe he did. I do know. Uh, for a fact that DeBoer was offered $9 million plus. I don't know exactly how high that got to stay in Seattle, and he ultimately went to Alabama instead. It was going to make him uh, one of the top 10 highest-paid coaches in the country. Uh, look, I don't think any amount of money would have kept DeBoer there. You, no. get a, you get a chance to go to Alabama. It's tough to turn down unless you are at Texas, right? Unless you are at a major, major top five, top ten program where you have things rolling already. Like I think DeBoer saw it too. This was going to be a little bit of a rebuild. This was the perfect time for him to use what he's done in the last couple of seasons, more specifically this past season, and bolt. Because they were going to take a step back next year no matter what. And and Bama, clearly, we were debating this last week, like which jobs are better. Bama's clearly a better job than Washington. Washington's a really good job, but Bama just with the recruiting and this the the national recognition that you have. I um, there's a podcast that I like to listen to. It's called um, the Joe Pomp Show. Do you know what I'm talking about? Joe Pomp. Joe Pomp. No. Yeah, he's a sports no. business guy. Last week he went through. And he tried to like calculate how much Nick Saban has been worth to Alabama. Jeez. And he went through like enrollment statistics and just like how everything's grown under him. And the the final number was that Saban's worth been worth like more than like ten billion dollars to Alabama over the years. And one of the points that he made was he was showing the out of state tuition that has gone up since Nick Saban became the head coach. And out-of-state tuition, you know, they pay like a th- like three times more than in-state tuition. And their enrollment from out-of-staters is now higher than in-staters just because Bama is such a national football mm-hmm. brand. And it, it it was really fascinating stuff. But that's what the board is walking into. Every, every kid in the country will take the Alabama coach's call. Mm-hmm. Not that... It, in Washington, it is tough. You're going into a new league. That that's always that's always hard. So I don't know. Do you think DeBoer will be great there? Because I I almost I think I could make the argument, and I don't know anything about DeBoer. You know more about him than I do. 
they weren't ever going to hire Lane Kiffin, but I, I could make the argument that that, that would have been the perfect hire in the NIL era hmm. to go from old man Saban who doesn't yeah. like all this to a guy who is thriving. Ole Miss is going to be in the top 10 preseason next year. They're, they're Two years in a row, they've had the best transfer portal class. I, I could make the argument that that would have been the way to go for Alabama was just bring bring Lane and you're weakening one of your rivals in Ole Miss at the True. same time. I all I know about DeBoer is the guy just wins every level he's at. And like wins big. Like national championship level everywhere he goes. And he's worked his way up. I mean he took Washington from I, I don't know what they were the year before he came, but they did not have a, even a winning record. He gets there. They he gets his quarterback, Michael Penix. He gets three of the best receivers in college football. And, and a lot of this is grub too, let's keep in mind. That offense. And they lost two games his first year. That's it. And then this past season didn't lose until the national championship game. I mean, the guy can flat out coach, but you're right. Can he work the portal like Lane Kiffin? Probably not. Can he work it good enough? You're at Alabama. You're at Alabama. Maybe. We'll see. But the guy can flat out run a program. Can't wait to watch. We only have how many days until next season? <laughs> we do have basketball to get to. Let's do real quick our, our bigger, better, bolder with our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing while we're still on the topic of football. Bigger, better, bolder. Powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. Kelderman.com, check them out for your, if there's engineers out there, everybody's always looking for laser cutting. That's what they specialize down there in Oskaloosa. Give our guy Jeff Kelderman and his team a chance to serve you. Big supporters of the show, we appreciate them. We'll let you go first, Hassel. Bigger, better, bolder, who you got? This one hurts. Mm. It really does, but I, I've got to give my flowers this week to Jordan Love. Uh, almost perfect. He was 16 for 21, 272 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and that just absolute steamrolling of America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, in Dallas. This was a guy who, going into the season, the jury was just way out on. I mean, we had people saying, that this guy doesn't even deserve this year to start. That he's just not good enough. I saw him play at Utah State. Several games I did of mm -hmm. his. I did a game where he played against Josh Allen. I I just I didn't I didn't see it. Like I didn't see the potential for this. And <laughs> as a Bears fan, it, it certainly appears as though the Green Bay Packers have done it again. Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan Love statistically just had the greatest game for a Packers quarterback in playoff history. Throw Bart Starr in there as well. Nobody had a better game than Jordan Love just did against the Cowboys. And no one saw this coming. They're the youngest team in the league. No expectations. He struggled midway through the year and then just caught fire. So I got to give mine to love. I, I Look, Jared Goff's up there too. And what he did last night, very similar situation. I mean, he's more of a vet. But doing what he did against the team that traded him away, God, some really great performances. Yeah, I really glad that the Packers found another franchise quarterback. Those fans <laughs> deserve it. You know, Jesus. they've been in limbo for so long there. It makes you sick, doesn't it? Mm. It really does. It I Bears have all these picks. Packers and Lions both win play. I'm vomiting purple today. <laughs> yeah, I saw that tweet last night. You got two two teams from the NFC North are moving on in the was, playoffs. The other one was, has it all set up for the future. And then there's the Vikings. I was thinking about that though, how good that lead, that division is going to be in that because the Vikings don't suck. Like no. they're, you know, they're formidable. They were one win away from the playoff without their quarterback. That that division's brutal next year. 
I will go with the Detroit Lions for mine. I torch one tortured franchise to another. They're more tortured than we are. I thought they would lose last night. I was on the Rams. Rams did cover. Not that any of you care about that. Um, but like you, you, you see the statistics about how bad they've been, and it it's really unfathomable if you think about how many first picks that they've botched over the years. It, it's just been really a hor- horrifically run franchise. Detroit is not a sexy city to get free agents, and they win their second playoff game. I was happy for their fans. Like that, that sucks. I don't know how you could. Like at least as a Vikings and a Bear, we get teased. It's like, well, yeah. Every every ten years, you're gonna make a run, and then your heart's gonna get broken at the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Goes at a ten year stint for the Vikings, but to to not even win a oh. playoff game in thirty two years, that was look. We're we're almost forty. I don't even remember that game. Like I was so young that I wasn't watching the NFL playoffs yet that season. I started watching everything that following year. I That's the first time I have seen the Lions win a playoff game, and I'm almost 40. I The only reason I remember that game is because my dad's a Cowboys fan. And oh. the uh, old Mikey was rubbing his ass on the carpet after that one. Yeah, he was not happy. Just scooting he, his ass, just scooting, scooting that anus off. on the carpet. I, so, yeah, Lions fans more than the Lions themselves. Bigger, better, bolder. Good for you. They, there were people like crying last night because they want a wild card game. Yeah, how about that 89-year-old guy that's been a season ticket holder for like 65 years? <sighs> Shout out to you. Matty Van Weeks, what are you going with? Man, we kind of talked about it, but basketball in the state this week, just wow, the immaculate week, as we mentioned. And one player that really stood out, I mean, man, Audie Crooks for the Ohio State women's team, is she's becoming like appointment television to watch. I mean, she's not on the Caitlin Clark level, but man, as a freshman coming in from a small school in Iowa, she put up 22 against a ranked West Virginia team, 23 against Baylor. Man, hmm. they, they're not winning these games without her, and she's just a ton of fun to watch on the court. Just really impressed by her. Yeah, and she is she has this contagious personality, too, that she's got this big smile, and everybody just... Yeah. Loves watching her play. So good pull right there. The uh, immaculate weekend. All right, we have, an, we have an, this week, right? They so gotta be. Yeah, I would think so. Five and Got to do a honorary triple B from Kyle Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Dan Marburger, hero. Really, really sad to uh, to hear that he he lost his battle ten days after the Perry shooting. But I mean, the guy. Not only by all accounts throughout his entire life was changing people's lives, helping people, just being someone to just to be there for them, pillar of the community. But then in death, saving lives Mm -hmm. like you wonder how much worse this could have been if Principal Dan Marburger didn't go up and try to speak with this young man, try to talk this young man out of doing what he did, how much time that might have bought other people to mm-hmm. get out of the way. Um, clearly. Tragic. Uh, Dan Marburger goes down as a, as, a, as a hero that we should never forget. I don't think we will. It, the, the story's just... It's it's incredible. It's incredibly sad. It is inspiring, and uh, yeah, we don't we don't do a lot of somber topics on this show, but this one is definitely deserving. So thank you for throwing him in there. We appreciate it. Let's do um, some Iowa State and Iowa basketball from the weekend. We we mentioned the the women's team. So the Iowa women were on Fox with Gus Johnson. I didn't listen to the call. It was on. I had I had a lot going on Saturday night in the homestead. We had the Chiefs game. We had the Iowa State men's game. We had the Iowa women's game. We're all going on the three TVs. But it, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the Iowa women hassle because they just killed Indiana. Like, yeah. They just routed them. It wasn't much of a game. 
and I, I'm I'm full disclosure here. I'm on the road in in Kentucky, and I'm the wife and I go out to a, like a sports bar because we want to watch the games, and every TV is on Peacock. So I mm. I didn't get a chance to to watch this guy. I was checking in with the score, and it, so you were it, just all over the cock. Then that's what it, you it were. was. Yeah, I was just it was just riding it. Uh, so I, I didn't see much of the game. I saw the highlights. I was following the score, and this was a no-doubter. And I'm going to say, I'm, I, I was wrong. I, I didn't think Iowa would be this good this season. I thought that the the losses last year, Sonano, I thought that was going to hurt them a lot more than it has. I didn't know if they were a legit top three, top four team. It certainly appears as though they are now. Bluter's done a good job, I think. This has been a really good coaching job mm-hmm. by her to get. They've kind of had to change their approach to offense just a little bit as far as the garbage points go. But yeah, and they, I mean, Caitlin was incredible. Like she, the the outrage about her just continues to grow too. And it, it's not just like Iowa State fans anymore. You're getting, you know, Kim Mulkey sniped a comment at her over the weekend. Don Staley's been the, I hope that I hope we're right with our thoughts on them and that they make a deep NCAA tournament run because God I'd love to see them play LSU again. Wouldn't uh, that just be appointment television? Well remember in the offseason, I mean I was clamoring for that matchup. Oh yeah. And a lot of Iowa fans well they didn't want it for one specific reason, obviously, and that was because they didn't want it to become, you know, what it did, which was kind yeah. of this race war. Yeah, but I heard from Iowa a lot fan, of Iowa racist. fans that were like, and it wouldn't even, like, we wouldn't even be able to beat them. Like, they're too good. They got all these people in the transfer portal. I, I, I don't know. They, mi- they might be able to beat them. You know, and maybe LSU doesn't get up for every game. They get beat by Auburn, right? An unranked Auburn team. Maybe they would get up for Iowa a lot more, but man, I, yeah. I want to see it. God darn it! They'll be there. I really want to see at the it. end. Mulkey's annoying as she can be. She's a really good coach. They'll be there in the end. We're gonna get the chances. We'll get well, the Don Staley stuff comes they, off. These teams like, might have to meet up in the national championship game. Yeah. To, hopefully they get. Hopefully LSU's back enough, and it can be a one-two seed in the same region. How sweet would that be? <laughs> Oof. The Mulkey stuff, like, to me, and I've followed her forever, I'm not surprised because she's just like that. The mm-hmm. Don Staley stuff just seems more hate, you know, hate-driven. Like, it, it just, it's more ugly, it feels like to me. I've never been an African-American female in her shoes, so it's hard to judge. But it just, it it seems it seems very divisive, the stuff coming out of South Carolina. I hate the fact that if you're... Caitlin Clark fan, you're a racist is basically how some people are trying to portray it. We've we've seen a lot of that. It just it's ugly and it's a great story and I, I don't know why our society has to go there, but but we do. So it's, great win for them. And the, I I see the same kind of outrage for like people just so upset about Taylor Swift. Oh and my I don't, god, this drives me crazy. I, it's just weird. And, and there's also outrage. There are some Iowa State fans who are, it kind of play into this Caitlin Clark thing like, oh, there's still people ignoring what we're doing, even though we're like, what is with all the people just have to be outraged about something? You know? I don't get the Taylor. Maybe it's me. And I, look, when I but, watch these games, I'm going to be it, honest, I don't it, care for it. Okay. I don't care for. Oh, Taylor Swift's going to be there. Let's we're going to show her. But it doesn't like bother me. It doesn't like make me not want to watch the game. It doesn't had, make me hate her. People have to realize she's she's one of the like five most famous people in the entire world. Yes. Maybe one of the maybe one of the three most famous people in the world at this I mean, point in time. She might be the most famous. I would say her and Donald Trump would be the two people who I would think are the most famous people I can think of in the world. Yeah. And right. Steve Steve brings up a good point. Is I'm actually outraged too, so I'm part of the problem because I'm outraged at the people who've been outraged about something. Yeah. Well, it's, it, 
My thing is when I watch a Chiefs game, I don't even really real like. Oh, okay. It it doesn't. Imp- I don't get like mad because she's cheering on her boyfriend. It's it's just bizarre behavior to me. But uh, the, uh, and I put out a tweet about this yesterday, and I, and I got hammered for it. All these guys were just pissed at me, and I. But I didn't really? even realize it. Like it didn't feel like they even showed her that much on Saturday. And I'm not a Swifty. I don't even like. I, I mean, I like her. She's fine. I'm not I even like said that at, at one point to my to my wife when it was the first half. Anyway, I didn't even know if she was there or not. Yeah. Now I I wasn't glued to the screen because we weren't watching it at home. We were at a you know a a sports bar, so I might have missed it. It seemed like they showed her a lot more in the second half when the game was pretty much, you know, handled. Is Van Wink muted? Uh, Van Wink, you're muted. We can't hear you, buddy. Sorry. I was going to say, if she was out sitting with everyone in the cold, maybe they would have appreciated her a little more instead of in the suite. I would have loved to have seen that. Here. Looked, like, looked like Jack Nicholson in The Shining at the <laughs> end of it. Just frozen solid. I'll say this too on the Iowa State women. So they beat number four Baylor. They're five and zero. Oh. They're by far the youngest weren't team they, in America. Weren't they getting their ass kicked in the first yeah. quarter of that game? First half of that game? I, they've been I checked their in last at two games. Or, yeah, or was they've it been the down the first quarter. They were down double digits. They've been down double digits their last two games, and they come back Man. and and win. Like this is one of the best stories in sports right now that nobody's talking about. Well, I, like, I, see, there so you go. Young. There you go again. That nobody's talking about. Well, it's true. Like a lot of people it, are talking about it. I'm talking about like this is a nationally a really nationally. Good okay, gotcha. yeah, that's okay. what I mean by but, it. L- listen, They're so but, but, young. I, I've heard some people get upset with like Keith Murphy for not talking about it enough. Like, give me a uh, break. No, I'm not doing that. He's yeah. all over this thing. No, I'm talking like this is a national like a really cool story. If if you if you go all the way back to last spring where they lost all these high impact players after winning mm-hmm. the Big Twelve tournament, everybody thought this was a rebuilding year that you would hope to just not get embarrassed and that these young players can develop. Nobody thought they they I mean, and if you look at their schedule now, they've taken care of a lot of their tough business. They could be like seven, eight, and zero. Oh. Bloom was going through it last night with me that they may have the best start in the history of Iowa State women's basketball, and they're primarily playing five freshmen with two seniors. Like it's wild. And I, I never, I never thought that was a a deal. Van Wink, do you have the video? I don't know who posted it. Mark Freund, maybe of. Uh... Bill Fennelly leaving the court after that game. Oh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Like, just pure emotion. He's by himself running off the court. He's probably on the court doing an interview with either TV or radio. And he's excited to get into the locker room. The way he... (laughs) Once he he fist pumps, he starts running, (laughs) high-fiving, and then just hands in the air, ass flying every which way. I don't know how he didn't fall down. I I was thinking that when I watched it. I'm like, don't trip, coach. Don't like break your ankle. He you looks haven't moved like, that fast in a long time, buddy. It looks like Will Ferrell, like <laughs> w- when he's streaking down the road in uh, what, what, what movie was that? Old school. Yeah. Just <laughs> pure joy. Just pure joy. Yeah. yeah who would have thought? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Well, in this Iowa State women, the more experienced team last year, but they went down to Baylor and won too, which was pretty impressive. So. Yeah, is Van remember- Wink softer than 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 we are? Van Wink yeah. sounds like he's You're whispering. You're really again. loud today, Hassel. I don't know what it is, but I'm really loud still. Yeah. What? Well, listen, I haven't touched my microphone in a year. It's you guys. I think it's zapped everything out of your microphones. So then How's we the have the men. Oh, uh, fine until right there ah. you cut out, but you're oh, good. No. You're good. God now. damn it! Literally just froze. Yeah, you like it's it's actually been fine, and then you just cut out right when you said that. That's that's wild. Incredible. Uh, the Iowa men just route Nebraska on Friday night. Where are you at on Iowa right now? Won some games here. Um, where are you at on them, Hassel? What are you feeling? Uh- are they I'm, getting better? Uh, or is this a competition type thing? I, th- I look. I, I think we're, you know, you ride with the ebbs and the flows, and they start zero and three, and people start thinking you're just absolutely terrible, and then 
you win a couple games in a row and then people start thinking, wow, this is, this is a tournament team again. It's kind of what I expected. I think this team is going to end up somewhere, maybe on the bubble. I don't think they'll make the tournament. I don't think they'll get a good enough. I, I This team's so different on the road. Like the, you, you take them out of Carver Hawkeye and, and they're different. And I, I life on the road is tough. But I think they're going to beat some teams that you don't think they, they're going to beat at home. Now, they were favored by four and a half, five points against Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Were they not? This wasn't like yeah. some kind of upset victory, but it was the way they played. They made some adjustments in the second half. After building that huge lead early on, it looked like they might run away with it. Nebraska comes all the way back, and then adjustments are made, and Iowa just runs away in the second half because they got some they got some really good play. I mean that that was I don't know was it the best game they played all year? It might have been good win, but I thought it was a good spot. Like Nebraska's coming off this yeah. victory over the number one team in the country. Nebraska That's always went there a good spot early too to beat the snow, so they're sitting in a hotel for like three days in a row. Yeah, you nailed that on it being a good spot for Iowa. Iowa State improves to two and one. They had a kind of the opposite situation as Oklahoma State couldn't get to town because of the weather. This game actually had to be delayed a couple of hours start time. You didn't even make it to this game. I didn't. I had problems with, I mean, my wife had dogs keep getting sick, even despite the snowstorm. Uh, So the vet clinic was open and then getting a babysitter and the worst blizzard in 10 years is not the easiest thing in the world. So yeah, I didn't even make it up. But Iowa State was dominant. I didn't really miss much. This was a just pure ass kicking of, uh, you know, it started off a little bit slow in the first like five minutes. But this was a men versus the boys type game. Iowa State's two and one. They have a big week, Chris. As far as like this is like a seeding type of week because you go to BYU tomorrow night and then you go to TCU on Saturday. Mm. BYU's like third or fourth in the net. I want to say TCU's in the top thirty. Man, it feels like if you can even just get one this week, you'd just be thrilled. Yeah, I, I think that's the goal. You get one. And I I feel like it needs to be the BYU game. Yeah, I don't think they'll beat TCU either. I, I think they should beat BYU. Is there, a, is there a spread out for that or a projected spread? I'll give you a projection. One second. Um, they will probably be about a three to a four to a three to five point underdog. Iowa State will be a three to five point underdog. Yeah, to BYU. Jeez, I would, I would take Iowa State if that's if that's the case. Believe it or not, the TCU spread is looking closer to a one to two point underdog hmm. in that game. That's interesting which is su- to me. Surprising to me. That's really interesting. BYU is this weird analytical darling. It is bizarre. Well. Iowa State's kind of an analytical darling. Too. No, they are too. Yeah, no doubt. But BYU is like an elite, like they're top five. Which is, it's ridiculous if you ask me. I mean, they're one and two in conference play. They yeah. lost at home to Cincinnati. They lost at Baylor, which is understandable, fine. By double digits in both games. But they did just win at UCF, a team that beat, was it, who'd they beat? Kansas. Kansas. Uh, and then I, I think TCU is probably one of the more underrated. He's just good coach, man. I think Iowa State will win at BYU and lose at TCU. Okay. I'd sign up for that right now. By the way, let the record show that Van Wink is really soft. Luke says Van Wink is softer than Charmin. Big T says Hassel sounds fine. Staddy Van Wink sounds quiet to me. Like... Don't go blaming this on me. I sound fine. It's Van Wink. He comes in here whispering again. He's probably got the the kid, the baby sitting next to him with play open mouth disease trying to we'll play trying the to tape sleep. Back. We'll see who's soft. Let's see, man. Let's see who's soft. <laughs> That's all I got for you guys today. That's it. We did the weather? Let's go early. Well, I mean, we we did the we got all the teams knocked out. We got our NFL in. I'm really depressed as a Vikings fan. Like, I'm really 
This is do we straight football hell the Vikings are in. Do we think how do you feel about the the state of New York moving the Bills game I, from yesterday to today? I want my money back on my under bet. Have you not gotten that back yet? No. See, that's BS. Yeah, I, I, because it you're won't making let me. that bet specifically because of the weather. So yesterday. now I'm I'm locked in at like 33 and a half, and now it's back up to 38. I'm getting screwed on this. This is yeah, this is bad. You 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 have to make that right if you're a sports book. Now, I hmm. At first, I was disappointed, and I still am. I, I would have loved to have seen a game in those oh, elements yesterday. Would have been amazing. It would have been awesome to see, but like that's not taking into account the safety. <laughs> no, I think they made the right call. That that looked. We we have a crew there. We have a full crew there from CBS Sports HQ, and they were doing hits yesterday afternoon outside when this was supposed. The game was supposed to be taking place, and there there's just no way people could have made it into the stadium no they did the right thing it just but as fans like there was this level of intrigue tuning into arrowhead on saturday night because Mm -hmm. the elements right like there's just it's fun that's why we like football this time of year especially football in buffalo how do we think the games are going to go tonight um I, I would play the Steelers at plus 10 if I had to on that game because it's like that's 10 points. Mike Tomlin, he's great as an underdog coach. Ba- it's true. Uh, Buffalo wins. And this game tonight, I, I don't really have a feel for. The Eagles have been so bad. Yeah. But the Bucks it's well, a weird is Baker game. Mayfield playing? Like, I know he was questionable. I haven't seen the latest. As far report. as I know, he is. Okay. I'd seen he was questionable. That's Well, you, questionable means you're going to play. Okay. He better well, and play. Then Hollywood Brown's out for the Eagles, so I I don't know. I think low scoring and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, wide receiver. You talking about AJ Brown? Yeah, that's, that's not Hollywood name. Brown. Is it different Brown? Are you being serious right now? Yeah, I thought they were the same Brown. They're not the same guy. <laughs> Hollywood Brown was the wide receiver for. Oklahoma. Yeah, it's the same guy, isn't it? He's drafted by the Ravens. No. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the same guy. Are you? <laughs> I mean, dead serious. I, I, I always thought that that was the same guy that he just got like a trade. something. AJ Brown was Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I really did. Bummer. Damn. I, Peter I wants to know, know if I, two guys named Chris is going to future be exclusively on Peacock. Well, if the price is right. Hollywood Brown, by the way, plays for the Cardinals now. Does he really? I'll be yeah. damned. So he's really falling off then. Wait, that, what Groovy Cap says is Iowa winning today in basketball. Is Iowa playing a basketball yeah, game today? At Minnesota. That's tonight? Oh, yeah. You're kidding me. Wait, 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 who are we? I mean, Williams thinks A.J. Brown is Hollywood Brown. We don't even know... That Iowa is playing a Big Ten game to try to win their third straight? Two and a half what? point dogs at Minnesota. Five o'clock tip. Five o'clock, Five o'clock okay. tip, huh? Okay. I like it. It's, it's, it's in Minnesota. MLK Day is a good sports day today. Wow. It's true. Yeah, I mean, we, we there, it's like a full day of hoops. Why don't, why don't they do the NFL on MLK? I mean, they're they're going for ratings, I know, but there's not many people working today. I am. Well, I am too, but we're not normal. Van Wink, are you working today? No, That's state a holiday. It's a state holiday. I've state got holiday, man. I'm gonna be home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta shovel my driveway. Hey, Van Wink, I noticed you're not wearing the uh, Death Trap hat anymore. No, but I got my two guys named Chris shirt. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Do we think, okay, I was a two and a half point dog going for the third straight win. I don't know anything win. about Minnesota. Minnesota, they're feistier this year. They are. Feistier. I. You got to play Minnesota with Iowa's road record, right? I, mean, I don't know. I, I think Iowa wins the game. I tell you what, they they had a little swagger to them 
on Friday. They showed me a little something on Friday. So Some swag. They win this, get back to three and three in conference. All of a sudden, I, I hope I, so. I think it's a game. If they're gonna, if they're gonna challenge for a, a bid and get on the bubble, it's a game they have to win. Well, it'll make our show win. more interesting. So, Absolutely. go Hawks. Yes. All right, let's get out of here. We appreciate all, right. all of you guys and gals who are hanging out with us this morning. Some uh, guy said that I that I was being so loud on the show that his wife yelled at him to turn it down. Yeah, we got to figure out this mic problem after the show. <laughs> for Chris Hassel, for Matt Van Winkle, my name's Chris Williams. Thanks to Channel Seed for sponsoring the studio, Fairway Meat and Grocery, being our presenting sponsor as well. Here on Iowa Everywhere. Have a good MLK day. Enjoy some time at home. Iowa Everywhere.